right. Recording. We are recording. Oh, shit. <laughs> As the rotor turns. Welcome back, Ryan. Thank you, thank you. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, hey, man, you did, let me tell you, bro, you did a good job, man, last week. Thank the you. last couple weeks, man, you, you've been working your ass off. I could say the same for you. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, definitely not the heavy lifting you've been doing. So. No, no, I mean, so, got to be good for something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, this is, uh, as the road returns, the opinion of Carlos Tavares and Ryan, not of the Rescue Company one, not of any of our employers, or anybody that hires us. It's just the shit we want to say. And if we offend you, turn the shit off. Man, how you been? Good. I uh, shaved my beard off this morning. I know. You, 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 look, you look like a guy that should t- stay like two miles away from school. From school I didn't look yes. like that before. Well, you look, you know, man, it's like you look creepy with your beard, but now no beard. You look like uh, like a really creepy Hare Krishna. Who? Oh, man. You don't even know what a Hare Krishna is? It's like those people like there. They, they, you usually see them in New York City with their shaved heads and uh, they wear like those... Uh, they look like they're wearing like orange scrubs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Howdy, 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 Chris. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. God damn it, man! Here, take that shot right there, man. Salute, salute, buddy. Welcome back. You know, I've spent so much time with you the last couple of weeks that now talking to you or seeing you for a couple of days, I actually missed you. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah, but you know, man, I, I, I hate bothering you. I don't want to call you like. If, if I don't have anything, you know, like, I don't want to call you and bother you, especially after we just spent two weeks together. Like, you know, I figure you wanted some no Carlos time. No, man, I'm uh, I'm all about whatever needs to happen. You know. <laughs> call me. Like, <laughs> you know, I did wonder, like, I was talking, I forgot uh, who I was talking to, but they were like, man, what do you think Ryan's doing right now? I said, man, I ain't talked to him in two days. I, I don't know what you do on your, day, on your time. I don't know what you're doing back there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's so crazy. Yeah, you never know. Oh, no, I, I don't want I'm to I'm not the person you want to creep up on, and not for safety reasons, but you just don't know. Oh, man, yeah. You <laughs> well, know, those two, but. So, man, like, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Yes, we do. You know, um, the Martin County class, man, that went good. Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah. And uh, I've never been more tired. And, and, <laughs> and the reason is, is like back to back, back to back air medical classes are hard because just the logistics of it and all the stuff. And, and then these guys, they were taking their exam. So it's yeah. even extra hard. And then we leave there. And then I had to come back. I had to go come back here and do my regular job. Right. Then go back there Monday, Tuesday to do a uh, review with the guys from the previous class. And then. Yeah. And then uh, I was back on Thursday to do uh, exam review with the guys about to take the exams that they took it today. And uh, so they, we did pretty good, man. We got eight brand new FPCs. That's awesome. And one CFRN. Cool. And one CCPC. Like, yeah. So I'm like, like <laughs> man, dude, we're kicking some ass on this shit. This yeah, it's funny. fucking awesome. It's Hell funny yeah. that like this group of degenerates, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, some thanks goes out to Justin. Justin did a lot of teaching and stuff. Robbie Tester did a lot of teaching with his class, and yeah, um, and you did some teaching with his class, man. Uh, not a whole lot of medical stuff, if any. Did, well, but, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, well, I did do some of the trauma stuff, you know. Well, um, you know, like every inch of whatever everything that gets provided here is extremely valuable. No, no, yeah, certainly, absolutely. There's no like one person does anything, but I would say this and several people said this throughout the throughout they were teaching. There's never been a time that shit's been easier to find during a class 
<laughs> and, and that's a value fucking thing right there. Like that yeah. right there made teaching easy. Hey, Ryan, I need this. Shit, I've never seen a three-way stopcock be found so quickly in class. <laughs> you know how many times we go, hey, we don't have any, and then we find like 20. Right, it's a whole you box know, of You know, so, man, you did a phenomenal job in that, dude. That is freaking the thing that anybody that's come to class needs to understand. That, like, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that you do makes the ability for me to sit in front of a classroom and teach or run a little station and teach and fucking easy man i really do mean that bro so that's oh yeah I glad it. i can facilitate that and you I know appreciate that man and you know uh, it's uh it's funny that like all the different fans that we've gotten from the <laughs> class like uh when i went back on tuesday and i was teaching they're like yeah all those guys are listening yeah man. they're like <laughs> dude we're like five episodes in you guys are fucked up you know so <laughs> so that's cool. uh, so that's awesome man so like congratulations to those guys i think maybe you know i'm sure you'll craft something up nicely for them and, yeah uh, congrats to you guys and, i certainly uh, will though. put it out on the public you know some sad news, you know, um, uh, I don't think you know this or not, but, uh, you know, I talk about Josh all the time, and uh, his uh, his uh, brother-in-law uh, passed away yesterday. No way. Yeah, man, it's a son, son heart attack, woke up, told his old lady, hey, I ain't feeling good, and um, just collapsed, man, and, like, uh, CPR all the way to the hospital, I'm guessing. She I guess she's in the old lady's in the medical okay. industry as well, so she said... Yeah, pretty much. My chest hurts, collapse, CPR all the way to the hospital. Man, I'm hospital. so sorry to hear that. I, yeah, and I guess he, he was a security guard at the hospital he went to. Okay. So everybody in the ER, so everybody knew him, and like they worked him for like an hour, man. And it's just a sad situation. The, the the whole family, Josh, Tim, and uh, Tito and Christina and all them, man. Like you know, hearts go out to him, and it just yeah. They're they're avid listeners too, man. They're always listening. They're always you know giving suggestions that we never use but you know hey it's there <laughs> so uh so you know this one for jimmy there's a little shot for jimmy there man salute salute man so hate to fucking put a sad note on our shit man but you know you always got to do the announcements yeah yeah you know and let people know what's been going on with you hey so we got some future classes coming up yes we, we do want people coming uh to it and you got some exciting news too to tell people the new the new stuff we got going on as well but uh we have in dot class coming up the 22nd so we're like a week from now yeah i think we're looking at like we got like four people for 12 spots so yeah i got some people i got to talk to i got some emails to respond to uh from today and but if you're interested definitely you know hit us up with it yeah there's only a few spots left there's yeah. going to be here in the next few days so. yeah so it'll fill up quickly yeah um next tuesday man we're doing some helicasting so we got uh, yes the 16th yep so we'll be uh, jumping out of helicopters into the water that's gonna yeah. be cool man we'll get some cool videos of that coming uh -huh. out and people you know they were been you know excited about hitting us up you know what's interesting, man? I had a pretty interesting email. Somebody emailed and where it's like, uh, is uh, it seems like we we uh, concentrate a lot on swimming and stuff like that in the class. But that's the hardest skill out of all the stuff that we're doing. Oh yeah, I mean it, physically wise, like yeah. So like yeah, swimming is a giant piece of helicopter search and rescue. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it, the reason why is you're swimming in really bad conditions. You cold. Uh, fast moving water, you know, nasty water, zero visibility. So that, yeah, so we do focus a lot on it, and, and I just want everybody to understand that um, being a confident swimmer is a big part of that this course. You know, yes, we do rope work, we do some hoisting, we're gonna do some short haul, we're gonna do all that other skills and stuff. But that 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 is more of a pilot skill and 
and then your uh, your crew chief skill, then then it is so much the you as the actual individual doing the rescue, you know. Yeah, yeah. You wanna you wanna see what somebody's character is about. Like get them to try to do something, you know, uh, with a light heart on a really shitty day in shitty conditions. Yeah. And then throw them in the water and have them do it. Yeah. And then make that water cold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like things start to change. You know. You know, and I think uh, <laughs> I don't know how like the, I think the military don't they like say like water is the biggest equalizer of all people. I've heard, uh, I think I've heard you say that, and I, I may have heard it before. I mean, I'll agree with it wherever I've heard it from the first time. I mean, time. I think that <laughs> you yeah. right away know who, who the fuck knows what's going yeah. on and who doesn't know what the fuck's going on as soon as you get in that water and you get tired. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just not only tired, but I guess like, we do a lot of a lot of the work's right on the surface and, you know, pretty shallow, but, like, not to dive into dive school, but it's like, man, you end up in some situations in the water where, like, you, you get told you can have so many days without water, so many days without food, whatever, but fucking take your air away. Like, yeah. nothing else on, on the planet matters anymore. Seconds. Seconds. Like, seconds. You start realizing, like, what you're made of, made of, you know, like, fuck. Yeah, it's seconds, man. You know, even though, like, some of you guys, like, I don't definitely possess the ability uh, to hold my breath as long as some of you guys do, you know, like I seen you do like two minutes, you know, Andy can do about two, you know, two, not two moving minutes. a holder up, but yeah, but, close, it's yeah. Still, but even still like, yeah, yeah. yeah, holding your breath, holding your breath, you know, and like these guys are knocking that shit out and, you know, I'm like, God damn it. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> but even then, like, you know, I'm confident and extremely confident in the water, you know, and like most of you guys are. But we have seen the people that are not, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's not a uh, – I still respect the people that if they know their limits. You know what I yeah, mean? They yeah. know their limits and definitely not a class for them. And uh, I think in, during Indoc, that's why we spend so much time getting people. We spend so much time in the water to see their their confidence there. That's more important Yeah, you know, and, and to make sure we can either see what you're capable of becoming and see your ability to, to approach things – that are dangerous to you, you know, knowing that you yeah. have us to, to be there with you. But, like, if we can see you approach that and be able to handle it, we can move on. But, like, we don't need liabilities, you know? No, absolutely like, not. And like you said earlier, the water equalizes, man. And, you know. What would you say is one of your, like, biggest fears that has to do with the job? Like, you know, or, or like any job you've ever had. Like, what would be your biggest fear or some of that stuff? My biggest fear is having something happen like things happen that you can't possibly like prepare for that can like real curveballs but 99 times out of 100 i think the things that are thrown in front of you you could have planned for or at least had the principles available to you so that you could properly react to the situations you end up in like i would hate to ever end up in a position where i should have known better or could have known better um and been able to have done better and then just couldn't so um, your, your lack of preparation would be lack your, of preparation be your absolutely fear, be your biggest fear for that you know man I, I mean mine is I guess it's just the the perceived uh, that, that I guess like having the ability to help somebody and missing the opportunity to yeah and I can't absolutely I think that kind of goes in a sense that's kind of exactly what I'm saying like I would hate to you could have done the, this stuff but because you weren't ready you fucked yeah up. you know like or 
Absolutely, absolutely. That's and exactly then, what I'm and saying. Then, and then you're held, you feel like you're held responsible for that it, person's you, life. Well, you should be, well, it's circumstantial, you know, but like if you lied to get where you were and made somebody think that you knew something that you didn't, and then you put somebody else at risk because of that, like you should be feel like a piece of shit because you are a piece of shit versus, you know, you're just on that learning curve and you weren't there yet. You know, nobody's going to hold that against you. You know, you just didn't know yet. Rather, yeah. you should have known better and you made people think you did, but you didn't. And look what, look what happened. You know, man, I've you seen know? so many people like creep get get through the uh get through the cracks like they say yeah and, like yeah. slip through the system just on the way they look you know yeah, I mean? yeah. like i'm never the guy that gets the the vote <laughs> on, uh on the first look ever because i don't look like anything that would do half the shit that i do you know so so when you look at that you go oh this motherfucker man he thinks he could be here you know I always look like roly-poly dude that's <laughs> this is out of place but then you know you see i i, I perform i get there and i perform but Man, I've seen a lot of people that pass the looks test that can't fucking do the job. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, shit, man, we getting, you see, man, this is what you do to me, man. You get me all <laughs> off my fucking track. So, hey, right. Doc, on the 22nd. Got it. Then we got the air medical class uh, for April, and that's going to be April 26th through May 1st. Yes. So, some of the things that we want to let people know about this, like, we're really into making sure that when you come through class, you're going to end up, like, having everything that, mm -hmm. uh, that you need to have, like, you know, as far as your certificates, all your American Heart stuff, all your NAMT stuff, all the stuff, airway, cadaver, advanced skills labs, all that stuff that you're, yeah, well, that's a good one. There oh, you yeah, go. There it is. So uh, better in than out, yeah. you know. So that you can have all or this. better stuff. out than in. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I meant the way I meant it. Better in than. Better in than out. That's <laughs> <laughs> very creepy. So, so, but that everybody has this shit that they need, including their board, especially for the paramedics, man. Because when yeah. they come through, like not having the FPC is that's like that's a hiring thing. Like people want oh, to yeah. see that shit. So, um, we we want to make sure that the people that come through class end up taking their exam. So. What we're going to be doing is hosting the exam a week after class. So that gives everybody an opportunity to digest stuff for a week, you know. Um, and and uh, as of right now, tentatively, we're looking at like a May 7th. So For the FPC, the FPC and the... or the critical care crit paramedic. Gotcha. Yeah, so the flight paramedic exam or the critical care paramedic exam, May 7th, we're going to host it. Um, the, the board actually did something interesting today with the guys from Martin. They ended up uh, doing it uh, via, they brought in the, the, instead of being a paper pencil test, they brought in laptops. And okay. they were, and they <clears throat> took their tests on laptops and they found out their scores minutes after they, they got an email minutes after they finished. That's cool. Yeah, instead of mm -hmm. waiting a couple weeks, yeah, you know, so. Shit in your pants. Yeah, waiting for the stuff, so. <laughs> Holding so, off on moves you're trying to make. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, so so that shit was awesome, man. Cool. The fact that they, they found that right away, so hopefully that's the way that it, when we host the test now, that's going to get done, so it worked out pretty good Yeah. for that shit. So, but what I want to tell people is that you want to sign up for our class in March, because March 1st, we start doing uh, the Critical Care Academy, which if you sign up by March 1st, um, we're going to give you that for free. And we discussed this yesterday. So if you signed up by March 1st, you're going to get that for free. If you sign up to take the exam in, uh, on that day in, uh, of May 7th, we're going to give you uh, money off your medical class and you get the Critical Care Transport Academy for free. So, gotcha. and, and we're successful, man. You're looking at it like here's, uh, you know, eight students, eight passes. So, like, we're, we're kicking ass on this. So, 
we completely immerse you in the uh, in the stuff for like six weeks, man. You're immersed in the stuff, and then you're you're here live, where we beat you up some more, and then you're gonna get all your stuff you need, and you know your your certificate the next week, your certification the next week, and you know is uh you, the world's your oyster as far as this is concerned. After that, so absolutely, and I just want to make sure um, everybody understood that correctly. So if you take the air medical class that's starting the 26th of April April and going to the 1st of May. Yep. If you, that's the air medical class. Yep. If you sign up before the first week of March, yep. you're going to get the uh, Critical Care Transport Academy with that for free. For free. Gotcha. Yep. And if you sign up for the exam as well, you get $100 off your course fee of yep. the air medical class. Air medical class. So and you, get you still get the critical care, which is $350 like uh, uh Three hundred fifty bucks uh, of you know of free training, shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, cool. So, so yeah, and I'll put all that up on the website so everybody can see that shit. But uh, yeah, keep that in mind, guys. You know, yeah. it's a great opportunity here. You yeah. know, and um, I think you got some uh, Patreon stuff you want to tell people about. Yeah, yeah. So I got the uh, Patreons all put together. Putting right on um, the spot. <laughs> oh, you're opening some beer bottles. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Patreon's up and running. As of uh, last night, you know, you're able to get on there. We've got the three different tiers. Um, you know, I don't have it pulled up in front of me here, but uh, you know, you're you know welcome to check them out, see what becomes available to you with each tier. Um, as of right now, you know, a couple of the tiers show some things that are going to be available to you that um, aren't there yet because we have to produce that content. You know, yeah, and like yeah, we're yeah. It, we're at the very beginning of this you know phase of our of our growth. Um, but you know, any uh, donations, any support we can get through that channel, you know, Patreon, um, you know, that's going to help us again, facilitate the time that, you know, we can create to, to making that content. Um, but yeah, it's going to be there, you know, you're going to catch like our <laughs> reviews, um, some I more think, medical shit. I think people go, hey, these guys are a little bit more boring than normal they are. But I said, but it, it's going to get good here in a second. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause, uh, you're about to see one of those contents you're going to get on the Patreon. So if you're, yeah, if it's you, a good segue, I guess, right here. Uh, yeah. So if you are going to be one of our Patreon members and, you know, like, uh, real, uh, uh, again, we appreciate every, uh, better help you can give us, you know, because this stuff, we, you know, we have to stop doing other stuff to do this, you know, and and I think people are appreciating who we are and and what we got to provide, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, but and I love giving them content, so yeah, I know we do, we all do. So uh, yeah, so listen, as you all know, and if you've been listening, Ryan's never seen movies like he, any movie ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's seen some movies, but not anything anybody else wants to watch, you know, and. Uh, and you always see that he's fucking lost on references and shit that we say. So we came up with a long list of movies that Ryan's going to be watching. And he's going to be giving reviews. You know, so, but today you get a review for free. You know, so, so little, he's. A little taste test. A little taste test. You know, like, you know, you go to a crack dealer, you get a little bit of crack initially, and then you get hooked, and then we start selling you more. A little butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, man, they'll be giving clues yet before I announce it. So, uh, we. Oh, uh, they have no idea. After uh, we formed a committee, basically, uh, me and Doughboy and Trisha, you're hearing here in the background cracking the fuck up here in a second. Uh, we formed a committee and came up with a list of, you know, I think we got like 106 movies. However,. Um, that was it. We're always <laughs> we're always looking for you to add movies to that. So, um, and I think you know. Uh, they can message us. Yeah, yeah. Send us a message on the Facebook or the Book of Faces and the Instagram <laughs> and you know all that good shit. Ryan, you know Ryan knows some shit. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, let Ryan know what movie you think he should watch and see if it's on the list or not. You know. So and I, you know, it'd be cool to like bring the list next time we record. So like we. Have it. 
Oh, you have the list? Oh, shit. You know, <laughs> Trish got the list. So this will be good. We can start uh, reading off this list here in a second. Uh, but today, Ryan, what movie <clears throat> did you just see that you're going to do a review on? Brokeback Mountain. Oh, motherfucker, <laughs> man. You know, I got so many questions about this. I just thought of one. Uh, Let me write this question now. Write it down. So, so uh, uh, Trish, come over here on this side. You can use my mic and read, uh, read some of the stuff. Come on the other side. Okay, there's Quicksilver, Mad Max, Air Force One, um, Demolition Man, Commando, Roadhouse, Bringing Out the Dead, Sleepers, Usual Suspects, Wild Things, Heat, Primal Fear, Red Dragon, The Rock, The Score. Good Lord. The People vs. Larry Flint, JFK, <laughs> Good Will Hunting. Oh my God. Days of Thunder. What do you want to say every time you hear Good Will Hunting? <laughs> Say it. Say it. Cause you say How do you it. like them apples? No. No. Ben Affleck. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> Is that where that comes from? Uh, no. No, oh. it's from... Uh, Team America. Team yeah, America. Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that? I've seen that one. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh. um, so there's Eyed Wide Shut, Entrapment, Far and Away, Ghost, Schindler's List, Bodyguard. Thelma and Louise, <laughs> Long Kiss Goodnight, <laughs> New Jack City. <laughs> Am I my brother's keeper? They don't even know. Doesn't ring no idea. Goddamn. <laughs> I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch better have my money. <laughs> so many good quotes. Oh, my God. Indecent Proposal. Oh, that's a good one. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. Untouchables. Porkies. Oh, my God. The Hunt for Red October, Over the Top, The Wizard, Flashdance, No Holes Barred. <laughs> Great movie. Hulk Hogan. Star Wars. Okay. Never seen any of the oh. stuff. I watched the first season of The Mandalorian. <laughs> like, you shouldn't even be allowed to watch that. So you watch the regular movies in order. Bachelor way. Party. It'll happen. Very Bad Things. Cobra. Um, Ooh, another Stallone classic. Delta Force. Glory. Tuskegee Airmen, Born on the Fourth of July, Wildcats. Then I have to go somewhere else for the rest. Jesus Christ, we're still moving. <laughs> Ran out of gigabytes. Yeah. <laughs> well, as you can see, you know that that uh, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. You want the, any more of the rest of them? Nah, I think we're good. Okay. But, but uh, we've made the point. I haven't yeah, fucking made, seen any movie yeah, ever. We made the point here, but man, I'm interested to hear these reviews, like. Did you come up with, like, an actual, like, uh, I know we talked about it, you know. I hate, like, having influences on your creativity. You know, I always tell you, I don't like giving fucking suggestions on shit. I just want you to do your thing. Because, you know, there's no way, and I really mean this, that most of the shit you come up with, I didn't even think about, like, you doing it in that manner. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm always very surprised and happy at your creative fucking uh, genes, and I just don't want to have any effects on that. I really do appreciate it, and I mean that with the bottom of my heart, dude. So, like, even though, but I did tell you that I, like, I, I would like a, a some type of, like, uh, categories doing your reviews. Yeah, yeah. And, like, some type of ranking system, you know, uh, per category. And then, like, you know, like an overall rating of the movie, you know? Did you come up with something like that? Um, I put a lot of thought into it, and then 
I, I, I devoted a lot of the, the end result to just letting you come up with the rest, but I'll tell you where I'm at. Okay. So I started with, um, we'll go, let's tell people about the bindles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so listen, man. So the, obviously every trip I've been with Ryan, he's net, he, he is the most uh, eclectic packer, if you wanted to call him that. Really, he shows up with a homeless man bag, which is a plastic bag. Yes, a garbage. <laughs> You know, 30-gallon bag full of stuff, it's, which I'm getting them luggage, people. I am going to get them luggage. He shows up. So, you know, like a homeless man bindle from, like, back in the day with a stick and the little thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty much what uh, Ryan now. So we start, then we start calling that he's going to rate it, you know, one to, you know. One to, to five bindles. One to five bindles per second. Three and a half bindles. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have in your bindle if you were, like, an old-school carpet bagger? Like... That's uh, what they would call those guys, by the way. <laughs> if you didn't know that, uh, it depends on where I'm going or what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I mean, a knife. A knife. <laughs> it's probably on me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you wouldn't have that in your bindle if you're a homeless man. You, you no, know? it's like it's right there. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, some snacks. <laughs> some jerky. Jerky. Some fishing line. Couple hooks. Have you ever caught a fish like that? Oh, I fuck it. I've tell it's it'd be easier for me to tell you ways I haven't caught a fish than the ways I have. So like what's ways you haven't caught a fish? Not with my mouth yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about right now? I don't even know. We were talking about like swimming fish. You yeah, know, like, yeah. like the ones in, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you actually been swimming like doing diving or something, caught one with your hands? Oh, like, absolutely. Hands oh yeah. Shit, huh? Oh yeah, multiple times. Yeah. No I couldn't shit. possibly tell you how many times, but no yeah, shit, I, mean, I grew huh? up in the water, man. I have I have snatched octopuses, I've grabbed <laughs> fucking crabs, I mean you name it, bro. Yeah, I've I've a couple. And if I'm fortunate snatches. enough, I'll be swimming with bull sharks here in the next week or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you and the you and the tan most tanned old man ever. <laughs> That's like a really creepy trip. You and and uh, old tan man Franco on a boat. Hey man, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Go bring. Some <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to set up the GoPros. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't 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 bring any of that film in here. It's a little broke back be. ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so man, I get, I'm sure people want to. Let's Let's get into this movie, man. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I guess let me finish telling you, like, kind of where I left oh, off yeah, yeah, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, go ahead. So, you know, I guess I, I considered, like, the categories, you know, like, I didn't write anything down, but, like, you know, I was going to go, no, like, I don't cast, see the paper here, um, you know, storyline. Yeah. Um, I kept it very simple because I knew, for one, we'd, we'd kill a lot of time with just me answering your questions. Oh, I got questions. And I know how enthused and, like, how excited you are to, like, I have been waiting. To, to do your part. A week. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I just kind of came ready to just answer and just kind of, you know, I watched the movie, you know, I paid attention. Um, you know, let me know what you got, bro. Right, right off the and bat, I, I want to <laughs> know one thing. And I'm going to try to hold my questions till you're done with your review. But I just want to know one thing. Did you watch it alone? Were you by yourself when you watched this movie? I was. Oh, man, that's so creepy. I, I already, I'm already in. in, in what were you wearing when you were watching it? I was probably naked, laid in bed. <laughs> As a matter of fact, oh I, man, just leave I'm it almost th certain. Just leave it there. Like I just already, I'm already, I'm already. My mind's going. I'm already. I'm there with you. I want you to know, I'm there with you watching this thing. So, man, give me some. What you got? What you got? I want to hear this. First things first. I was surprised by the cast. Now, mind you, 2005. This movie came out. I noticed. Yeah. I graduated high school in 2005. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> 
I had no idea what this movie was in 2005. Like, yeah. mid, mind you, I was out in the middle of some broke back mountain, but like, oh, fucking, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. this wasn't a thing. People weren't talking about it, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, not in your neighborhood. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> All 100 and some odd, huh? Yeah, yeah. Did it win some awards? Yeah, I think it did. Actually. Yeah, I think, yeah, I forget all the awards, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, so great cast. Um, I thought the cast was phenomenal. I was surprised because I never watched the trailer either until right before I watched the movie the other night. I was like, let me just see the trailer. Yeah, let's see um, what I'm going to get myself into. Yeah, right. I mean, regardless, I was going to watch it. Yeah. But um, I was surprised by that. I can't remember half the guy's names or whatever, but uh, I recognized their faces and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Well, of course, Heath Ledger and fucking Jake uh, Jay- Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Those guys, obviously. Um, but like, what's the guy, Quaid? Uh, Dennis Quaid. Th- uh, Dennis Quaid? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't expect him to be in there. A couple of the other. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Randy Quaid. Is Ran- Randy Quaid is in it. It's something Quaid. Yeah, it's Randy yeah. Quaid. He's a crazy brother. He's the one that says during the movies that, boy, you boys found a way to stem your rose when you're <laughs> yeah. <up> there. <laughs> yeah. He's the one from Kingpin, right? He, uh, no, he's, uh, he's the yeah. guy from. Um, is he in Kingpin? Yeah, he's, uh, he's a uh, uh, cousin Eddie. It's cousin Eddie that's in it. Yeah, from. Uh, from Not Christmas. Kingpin, from. You're thinking Christmas National Lampoon. Yeah, and it's it is also he's the same guy that plays he's the it plays Ishmael in Kingpin. Same dude. He hasn't seen Kingpin. No, I've seen Oh yes, no, I've seen Kingpin. It's yeah, the bowling he's a, movie. Yeah, he's the guy that is actually the Amish bowler. That that's that's oh, the same shit. guy. Damn. Yeah, man. Dude. Been a minute. God damn it, son. Let's go. We <laughs> <laughs> So cast was great. Um I don't know, I've I've liked all of Heath Ledger's roles. I thought this one Maybe I missed something, but I thought they made him very uh, like sling blade like. He seemed like a very very much like a simpleton, and I didn't expect that. And I don't know if he was meant to be taken that way or if he was just you know. Like. Yeah, very. I'm amazed you've actually seen sling blade. Yeah. I love that. Like, a few times. I reckon. <laughs> but uh, listen, you know, it's funny you say that because uh, yeah, when you look at his, there wasn't a lot of like. Um, it, it wasn't like dialogue heavy for Keith Heath Ledger, you know what I mean? Like not for the Joker, you know, like the guy that oh, guy. Yeah. But I will say this though, I, I really think that he really captured that dude. That dude's a, a like, how much do you expect a rancher type guy like that to fucking say? Not a whole lot. I thought. I mean, I thought his uh, the amount of dialogue he got was pretty spot on. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, a guy that's always, you know, herding sheep and shit and fucking the middle of nowhere by himself. Like, how much does that guy have to say to anybody? I mean, I know a lot of those guys, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, those guys big the- talkers? You ever <laughs> seen one of those guys? <laughs> it's, it's the faces they make. And I, I felt like, he, I felt like uh, Heath Ledger was, like, really trying too hard on some of his facial expressions. Yeah, he could have been, man. You know, it's like. I just made it like is, is he special like, like <laughs> uh, yeah I don't think that's what they were going for right but that's how I, I took it because uh-huh. like it's like who whatever but now like right off the bat like it's, I mean go ahead I'm sorry I'm sorry go oh, ahead no continue. I mean that's continue. where I was at. I, so in cats when we talk about cats how many bindles would you give it oh I, that's a probably a four and a half five bindle movie oh man yeah, yeah that's without a, shadow of a doubt a, yeah and, and that's a good that's a good bunch of people man yeah yeah movie. I mean they they reached out yeah so we, yeah yeah and Absolutely. when you get crazy ass cousin Eddie in the movie uh, playing a serious role man that's, a, that's pretty good <laughs> yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> so what else you got man um 
Man, I'm, I want to answer your questions. I think, that, I think that'll lead us to our better... Uh, okay, well, well, I mean, I got some questions. Or give me here. some categories, and I'll yeah. tell you what so, I rate them, and then I'll answer your questions. So as far as, like, you know, you being an outsidesman, Senator you know, i.e. a previous, you know, uh, homeless man, and, you know, a guy that hung out in the mountains. You're from the mountains, you know what I mean? Like, so what do you think about, like, the actual, like... Uh, Cinematography is that the word I'm looking for? Like the like the setting. So the setting was great. Um, yeah. They filmed that movie in Alberta, which is like just east of British Columbia, which is just north of where I grew Man, up. Man, I'm glad you did some research on this. God damn it, I'm so happy right now. You researched <laughs> so, the shit. Yeah, go ahead. So like where I grew up, mm-hmm. like I can watch a movie and be like, yep, that's where I grew up, or that's just around the area. Um, like that whole movie, what it looks like throughout that movie, like, that's what it looked like where I grew up. Um, oh, yeah, like I was, that I was, was hoping you were going to say that. Like my go entire ahead. youth was. Was that you know like the Cascade Mountains and the Olympic Mountains? Yeah. Um, those aren't the Cascades, but like the uh, the Cascades kind of break off and go to the east, uh, you know, into Alberta or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so th- that was spot on. Beautiful land. Um, How many bindles does that get, man? That's a five bindle. Oh man, I figure your dick got hard the minute you saw mountains like that. Yeah, yeah. And trees. What kind of trees were those? Were they? Yeah. I mean, you got cedars, western hemlocks, you know, white cottonwoods. I mean, people, you check them on that. I, I bet you money he ain't wrong. Oh, I'm not. I've never seen a man that knows his trees like this guy does. That's some shit right there. So, so you got a five bindle cinematography. We got four and a half on cast, right? Storyline, storyline. I didn't fucking get it. Like, I mean, I think. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is the I, best thing I've ever heard. Like, holy shit. I felt like. I felt like I watched like episode five of a season and like I didn't get the first four of the last five episodes. Like, what was the point of this movie other than to like just bring. Shed light on the 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 fact that it's okay to be gay, I guess, like during the time frame that it was, like it, was, it took Jake and Heath Ledger and took two dudes, put them in the middle of the mountains and let them stab each other's roses. Like, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I didn't get what the point of the movie was. Did you not think it was a love story? I mean, I mean how would you I, classify I, like so as it was a love so, story? I, is this an action film? What is this? <laughs> It wasn't a lot of action, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was some action. There was some action. Yeah. Um, i definitely take it was, it was a love story. I would guess. What, else, what the fuck else would you call it? You know, a dr- drama... Well, I think it was a love story, man. I yeah, mean, I mean, that's like, probably the closest to the best you could give it, but um, even I'm, love stories, though, there's, like, some sort of ending, you know? <laughs> like, that was well, just... They just, like, disappeared. Or the one who got... He got killed. Yeah, he got killed. He got beaten or whatever, and... um. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought it was very meh. Man, I I can't believe you couldn't see like that the, the storyline behind the whole thing. I mean, I, I mean, saw, but it wasn't like it wasn't to me. It wasn't captivating. So to me, like the movie is uh, it's about the the uh, it, it could be any love. It could, not necessarily to you know they made it where it's two guys, you know. But, right, right. But it's being able to you know get that love that you can't achieve. You can't be together. Here's that other person that you absolutely get and gets you and you guys get each other and you can't have that. Right, right. You know, so it's a, it made it like it's just this impossible love to be able to be have, you know, and like I think it sheds light on a, like a lot of the, uh, um, you know, I, I have friends like this that can't be themselves out Certainly. In, the, in the thing. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I think that, that, that this movie gave them that that ability to you know like fuck very me. much so very i wonder so. i wonder you know 
on a, on a serious note, I wonder how many people came out after this movie. Oh, probably way more than what would have had the movie not come out. That would have been a good piece of research right there, man. Um, you know, and, and like just, just but yeah, like, I think at, at that point you're making. I think that was a, probably a very profound um, change that the movie created. Was like, hey, like this is it's okay to be you. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is, whether you're gay, straight, you're this, you whatever, like whatever your Ooh. uniqueness is. Like yeah, it wasn't cool. about gay. It was yeah. about fucking just harnessing you know yourself and just being yeah yourself. being yourself and loving yeah. you know the person yeah. that, that that it is you know and, and it's like i i really do think that there is a there's people out there that that cannot be themselves and cannot love the person that they want to love because it's not accepted and you oh know, yeah that and, sucks and, and it could be a guy and girl but they just may be two different races and one family doesn't accept that right you know? absolutely and it's, it's like yeah. you know so so i think that uh, i think the movie the movie has a message for like everybody, not just necessarily uh, uh, two uh, gay guys, you know. Right. Or, or yeah. You, I think it's like a good like it's an impossible love story. Yeah, yeah. The, the you know? principle translates into you know whatever circumstance. You, you yeah. know that that ending scene. Describe that ending scene to me, man. Do you remember the ending scene of this movie? Um, I'm, I do. Let me think here. Um, <laughs> you know, some I watched the movie the other day just so I could fucking not go because it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. But I, I said I watched it. I said let me watch this so so I can uh, 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 make sure I remember other parts of it. The, I said, remember he goes he goes to the parents' house to talk about spreading the ashes. And then that doesn't go through. The dad keeps the ashes. Um, but, bring, bring me back to this. But the, the very end of the like the last scene you see is him like opening up this uh, this like closet door, and it's got like the guy's shirt and stuff hanging in there, and he's just like looking at it. And like smelling it and like yeah, the one with the blood on it. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the blood from when they were fighting in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. the scene I was just talking yeah, about when yeah. he's at his house when the yeah. parents are there yeah, and the yeah, downstairs. Yeah. It's the yeah. only house for a hundred miles. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, man, like when you look at stuff like that, man, everybody's got a story like that. Yeah, everybody's yeah. got a story like that. Everybody's got like a thing of the struggle that they go through and stuff, you know, and and, and through through. You know, man, like this this podcast for me is is a therapy thing because in the middle of all this, you know, like, I, man, the last couple of weeks have been really hard, like as far as like a lot of shit going on, a lot of stresses, man. And I've been in like pretty bad mental state depression type fucking shit, you know, and you look forward to this because I do think that, you know, we're fucking around. We're saying we're just having a good time. But I think that this message will get to somebody hopefully in. Yeah, maybe somebody listens to what we're saying and it'll fucking change their life, you know, as far as that is, you know. So. Yeah, and I want to, I guess, tie this thought into something you kind of brought to light earlier is, um, you know, the whole thing with the movie is it wasn't, it, there was a million things that could be learned from it, but like the, the, the whole thing I get is there's a lot of things that you shouldn't take to the grave with you. Absolutely. And um, if anything, just remember that. Like, f I, will, I will be fucking damned. If you can find me on my deathbed and be like, oh, I wish I would, I wish I would have. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm doing that. Like, I am everything on that list. It's going to happen. I'm going to die along the, along the way. Yeah. You know, like, there is, fuck that. Like, there's too many things I'm not taking. You know, like that me. scene in Fight Club where they talk about what's the what's the thing you wish you would have done before you died. You know, everybody's yeah, got yeah. like, I we wish talked I built, about that on the Yeah, the way I, wish I, I wish I built the house. you seen Fight Club, though. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I wish I built the house and shit. But, like, the <laughs> whole point of it is that is to have nothing on that list, right? right. To have no regrets left behind, you know? And it's like, that. I, I really think that that's kind of the, the message, but getting yeah. a little too serious for our fucking review here, so let me get, let me change that up a second here. <laughs> so, so, you know, so let me ask you this, Ryan. 
like uh, uh, you a camping man, i.e. a homeless, you know, urban camper at times. <laughs> Have you ever been like like camping in like a city? Yeah, well. So that's like being a bum. Have you been an actual bum? I have been in between like traveling, like from across states, and have been like it's better. I I can save hours of travel by foot if I just like. If the only reason I'm not going to sleep here is because it's in the middle of wherever you know it's here, then basically I don't waste time. Like if I gotta fall asleep somewhere, I'll fuck fall asleep. So you slept on a bench or I've a slept spot. on a bench. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been in between point A and point B, and been like this is where I'm tired, so I'm gonna sleep here. So like, if somebody had to send you mail at that time, they would not have an address to send it to you. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to uh, um, no, I'm. Good. I will take. Uh, surprise me. Yeah, I love. Yeah. I love that shit. Like, you, like nobody can send you mail at that period of time. Right. Yeah. Sleeping on that. Nobody can mail you at that bench. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, like this guy. Like, so when you judge their camp, like you remember the camp mm -hmm. that they're in, was some of the fucking happened. Yeah. So, like that campsite, like as a as a camp avid camper, what would you rate that as? Like from like zero being, like really bad camping state to like 10 being like real good survivalists, you know? Um, I'm, I'm a more of a fan of camping next to the trees. Yeah. Um, as opposed yeah, it was pretty wide open with it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like an open spot. There. You know, the, but I think they did a fairly good job of uh, creating the scene. Um, I was trying to pay, I've, again, I've only seen the movie once, but I was trying to pay attention to it as much as I could. Um, but they seem to have everything dialed in pretty good. They seem to be, you know, operating pretty minimalistically they didn't need much um like there was days like when i was out in the cabin sleeping like i went to bed in what i you know wore all day i slept in you know that that kept me warm um you know you'd wake up and you'd shake off one of your jackets and throw on the other jacket that you shook off earlier and you know yeah, throw yeah, it on yeah, yeah. so it was all pretty minimal um so i thought the the scene was pretty good the um the skills that they used to do their, you know, their daily deeds was pretty, you know, yeah. spot on, I guess. So, like, let me ask you this, because yeah. uh, you, you mentioned the whole tree thing. Like, why why can't, why would you, your thing next to a tree versus having, like, a wide open space? Um, well, there's a lot of things you have to consider, but um, really, I guess it, it really matters that, um, what the, the season is, whether you're going to have snowfall, whether the waters are going to lie, you know, just, you got to think about, like, when there's snow on the mountains, um, the snow will raise the water level quicker than the rain will, and you won't realize it, you know? Um, so you might be sleeping 20, 30 feet away from the water, and there's no rain, but it's still a beautiful day in the 70 degrees, but about a mile up that mountain, it's fucking, there's snow that's melting right now, and it's filling these rivers, and they're gonna, you know, things like that. Um, it's kind of, I guess, what we tell people that if you're gonna set a campsite in a survival situation, next to a river wouldn't be a good, Right, a good thing because of a flash flooding could happen. And right, stuff. and most people aren't expecting water levels to rise from melting snow on a day where it was snowing the day before, and the next day it's seventy degrees, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, that's not going to change nothing." Yeah. But you know, when you live at the top of a mountain, that's just it's normal. It's what you think about. Is there a, sm a mudslide risk too? Like you? Oh yeah. About so that shit? where I grew up, um, that was like the biggest uh, natural destructive force we had was landslides. Um, oh, yeah, there was a point in time where when I lived in the Olympic Trails um, in Georgestead Creek, we had, I forget what, that was in like sixth or seventh grade, Highway 101 got wiped off the map by a landslide. And I didn't go to school for like two or three weeks. Um, and then after me and like the 
last eight guys on the bus route like couldn't get to school anymore they started taking a short bus like through the mountains and what was normally like a 40 minute bus ride turned into like a two and a half three hour bus ride no shit just to go to school just to go to school and then we did that for a couple weeks and then they ended up one of the teachers would come out and she'd homeschool us all for a little while and then that lasted for a while till they finally got the highway fixed but like landslides were a big thing uh, I, I'm always <clears throat> amazed about the little house on the prairie like growing up so, that you had bro little, little house on the prairie yes that's how I grew up in the mountains no shit man I love it like <laughs> <laughs> that's and I've told people that like that's one thing my mom oh, used to watch all the time and it'd be like I'd be sitting in the house watching Little Prairie and then I'd go out and then I'd just my the extension of my life would be little house on the prairie but just in the mountains no <laughs> you know shit, man. Uh, did y'all have like a like a uh uh mountain doctor no it wasn't that <laughs> bad like, like dr boo no yeah like a doctor medicine queen medicine no, woman. No. i mean just, <laughs> just the local volunteer like firefighters out <laughs> there diddling people and shit damn that's so, so their their camping situation what would you say like uh zero to ten um, well, how many bindles would you give it? Like using a bindle uh, thing there. I'd give them a, probably a, a three and a half or a four. Man, yeah, I knew you were going to be harsh on the camping <laughs> situation. I fucking knew it. I knew it. Ryan was going to find something wrong with their camping. I got more questions. Hold on here. So uh, l let me ask you this, man, because, you know, <laughs> I can't even say this with a, uh, with a straight face. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh man, dude, you know I love you and I accept your 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 just uh, just the way you are. You know I love that shit because you have a strong opinion about a lot of shit, <laughs> and I love that shit about you. So let's just say you're the producer of this movie. You're the director. You're the director of this movie. How would you have changed it? Oh, I know you guys. Oh, God damn it. He just took a deep breath. I know he has a fucking opinion about this. Like, it's the, just the way you just presented this. I'm going to sit down and shut the fuck up. Go ahead, sir. Proceed. Um, well, I would have had uh, Heath Ledger, like, be not so sling blade. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just see how serious his face is right now. He has notes, mental uh, I mean, I, I really, like, the whole movie, I was like, I fuck, I had to have missed something. Like, somewhere in the beginning of the storyline, I missed the part where it said, this is Sling Blade's brother. Like, this is, <laughs> like, this is, this is Billy Bob Thornton's long-lost oh, mountain brother. Oh, shit, <laughs> that's a little like, takeaway here. And, um, so anyways, I would have not have done that. Um, I would have... Fuck, I don't know, man. How would I? How else would I have made it better? Oh man, um, I would have. I think maybe there's probably some more. Uh, if they wanted to attract a more manly crowd, <laughs> <laughs> there's not, no not, way. And not to take away from what the movie was about. What I'm saying is, oh. is like you can still be gay and go out and live in those mountains and live that life and still 
the one thing that will always remain the same among any man that goes out there and does that is his the ability for him to perform the duties necessary to live out there and i don't feel like they portrayed that enough like they had him ride around on horses and yeehaw and fucking yeah, yeah, but like yeah. like sh- show me fucking no, how you made that fire show me how you collected your show me some like some real like some some survival gay straight irrelevant that is not important but so like basically show me a, some a man with no shirt chopping some wood and an act with an axe not even that, but you like, know, you know. real brownie man looking like, just boom, like the guy from the thing. So, well, it's funny you say that. So, like, you can tell how, how you, you can put an axe in my hand and ask me to chop something, and you, whether you've ever seen a man do it before. That's how you, a man you, chops like, that's, wood. That's, that guy obviously grew up with an axe in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Versus, like, that guy, somebody. <laughs> oh, my God. I could not fucking. I love you so much right now. Versus, like, somebody uh, go get that axe before he hurts himself. <laughs> you know? It's so, like. I mean, listen, man, I think that I am a Ryan translate. Like, I, 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 I think that I can get you to express your feelings a little bit better than yeah. most people. So, like, you know, like, I go, I go man, is it, so not enough, like, not enough manly type work for No, me. and I don't want to say manly because, like I said, you don't have, well, manly in the sense that it's typically a man that performs those duties. Not manly in the sense that it's not gay because that takes away from what I'm trying to, that's not at all what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm saying you can be the gayest guy in the mountain and you still know how to swing an axe just as good as the not gayest guy in the mountain. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like they don't swing an axe any different. Yeah, you know? and, but I, like, and I think that you know, if you're a man that likes men, you you want a manly fucking man. Fuck right? yeah, you want really, a man who knows how to swing an axe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be hot during yeah, like, outside. You somebody get him a hatchet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, so, so so you would have seen more more uh, more outdoors type uh, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the, know the the camp building, the sweat equity stuff. You yeah, know, yeah, right? yeah. That type thing. Like you just. Yeah, I guess I guess when you see the movie, they, they, here's an already made camp. Here's I was waiting for fire. a fucking bear to come running out. Oh and yeah, pull his gun and shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. some like type of action right there. Would you want to like uh, what's that movie? Uh, no, we won't, we won't talk about any other movies right now. But The Edge. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a good movie. God damn. Like, I can't believe you've seen that. That, that, that. You know, like yeah, I'm I'm very shocked right now. <laughs> But you know, like so, so more like bare shirtless man wrestling. Not shirtless, you know, bro. I have spent out of the amount of time that you've known me. Yeah. One thing I can promise you is I've spent more time alone, alone in the woods and or with one oh, other yeah. man in the woods, and we never wrestled. No, no, no roast stemming. No roast like, stemming with your buddy so out there in the woods. I don't, I don't need wrestling. You know we. Throwing knives, throwing hatchets, guns, hunting, trapping, fishing, shirts off, sure, but wrestling wasn't fucking necessary, no, bro. No hot oil or anything applied the whole time or anything no, like ne- that. <laughs> Never. What if your buddy had two broken hands? Would you help him out a little bit? Oh, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would give him all the insight he needed on how to handle that. Be about all I give him. <laughs> Oh man, that's some fucking great shit, dude. You know, I, I I could go on and on with this. This is so great, you know. But but we do have an educational value to, oh, yeah, to yeah, provide yeah. to people, and, and you know, people are listening for for a reason. And uh, you know, so here we are. And like, what would be that elevation be? You think that they're at? Ooh, during during your broke back mountain situation there. They're probably. Close to like uh, five to eight thousand feet. 
you know, and uh, the importance of that would be like, let's say that these are not dudes that hang at 8,000 feet. There's not like uh, road stemming, you know, they're all stemming at sea level. And now they're going to go stem the roads at 8,000 feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? What would be the, pro- the, the situation there at that time? Like, it would be hypoxia, wouldn't it? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah because we're, the, we're not, we're, you're in that, uh, like, at that 8,000 feet, you're in that, like, uh, deficit, like, uh, physical, of oxygen. Yeah, you're in a deficit zone where your body's starting to compensate because at 10,000 feet or greater, you're in a, like, non human capability type situation. You know what I mean? They use a lot of fancy words when they teach this shit. I don't. I'm not a fancy <laughs> word type guy. Um, but, you know, you're in a, in a, in a it, so that 8,000 feet, you're in a compensated zone. Does that make sense? Right. So let's say that when you stem your rows at sea level, <laughs> right, you, you, you've you got a, you need a nasal cannula. I love that. When I heard that on the movie, I was like, oh. Did you look it up? No, I knew what he meant. Where to, yeah, I didn't yeah. need to look it up, but I was like, yeah. that's going in the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, you need a nasal cannula at 24%. Because you remember, what does a nasal cannula deliver? At a, at a, um, depending on the liter flow, four percent per liter. Yeah, like yeah, so like twenty four to forty four percent, right? Oh, Maxing right. it out at like six per, uh, six liters per minute, right? Yeah. So like you know, we do a cool thing that we the boys from like Heavy Lies the Helmet found out, giving them a shout out on their podcast. They're a good podcast to listen to. Yo. And um, they they do a thing where they they actually have an intubation like head like the regular one. They put a, a O2 detector thing you go on their on their youtube channel you can see this and it has like the different cannulas and what percent i got 15 liters i think you showed that yeah 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 if you're flowing it like it could give you like up to like one of the things is like 80 percent which is kind of crazy so like you know you're doing that positive oxygenation depending i mean you are very gassy always so (laughs) so like you know that cannula could give you a lot right so let's say again the roast demmer down here at sea level 24 percent and then they're going up to um, 8,000 feet up on the mountain to stem the rose again. Now that that stemming, them. well, that that rose stemming is gonna is gonna cause some oxygen deficit. Yeah. And then because uh, of the work, and then you're dealing with the fact you're at altitude, that you're deficit, you're a little bit more deficiency, right? Now that gas law that we're looking at there is gonna be Dalton, right? Dalton is gonna affect that because you're looking at your molecules at sea level a little bit closer, your O2, a little bit closer. You're able to exchange. Now, you still have the same amount of red blood cells, but at that altitude, the pressure that's exerted on that on that is less, the barometric pressure. So now those those things are uh, separated a little bit more, so it's causing you to have some hypoxia. I'm using yeah. my hands to explain this to you because I'm Spanish and I can't talk without my hands. Don't worry, I'll explain it. It looks yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah. So so we are more so we are more widespread right now than normal. <laughs> You get me what I'm saying? Say the hands are farther apart. I do not know what to do with these hands right now. So that's pretty good from that doughboy last week. That was a good start to the thing. Great podcast. Uh, A little shout out to the doughboy out there. Doughboy. He loves his podcast appearance. And now we're going to have more doughboy. Absolutely. So, anyways, we're sitting here. So, like, let's say that this this, uh, 24% FiO2 at, at the sea level. Is is allowing me to sat at ninety nine percent, right? So we know when barometric pressure is going to affect that. Did you know that, Ryan? Oh yeah, yeah, of yeah. Course. So barometric pressure is going to affect that at eight thousand feet. So we're going to need to figure out like what uh, percentage of O two to go up to to maintain that ninety nine percent. 
Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So we're going to go do some road stemming at 8,000 feet. But the titrate that road stemming. Yeah. So so basically, <laughs> what what are you going to – there's a formula that we, we have to do. So remember that we always figure out fraction of inspired O2, FiO2, right? Mm-hmm. So that's so a lot of people think that when you chart an O2 situation, you're going to do it at 100%. But reality, you're just going to chart it at 1. That If, if you're 100%, that's 1, right? So this guy at 24% would actually be point, it would actually be 0.24% of O2. And I need to figure out what that's going to be at that uh, up there. So my new FiO2, what is my new uh, fraction of inspired O2 going to be at altitude, right? So the way you figure this out is you're going to take the barometric pressure at sea level, which is usually given to you during the exam. You don't have to memorize this, or you can look that shit up on a chart. I don't know the fucking number. And then you go, so you're going to do pressure one, uh, FiO2, now 20, 0.24% times pressure one, the barometric pressure here at sea level, divided by pressure two, and that's going to give you your FiO2, what you need to flow your oxygen at to stem your rows at 8,000 feet. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So, you know, so like. I have to write that down next yeah, time yeah. I go so, hiking. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Figure that out. <laughs> you know, it's important. You know, especially if you're going to stem your roads, you're going to use some O2. Hold on, buddy. Let me yeah. kick up my O2. Yeah. Got to go up the leader flow on this motherfucker here. About to get some dick. So, listen. <laughs> dick. <laughs> so, so, you know. <laughs> sweaty as shit. Um, so, you know, like, that formula is important on the exam. Like, uh, the guys that took the test today, like, five of them, you know, you know, I've gotten some emails already going, like, hey, man. I know how to stem the rose on the mountain. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the formula is text, te- testable, is what I'm saying. The test- <laughs> That's a non-COVID cough, by the way. I got my shot. <laughs> so, you know, so that's some of the things that you just want to kind of know. You know, uh, the, 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 it's interesting. You know, I was talking to the guys in class the other day, and I don't know if I mentioned this in, uh, in the podcast before, but you know how a lot of this, like, formulas and, like, a lot of this, like, what oxygen deficit at this thousand feet is and at this yeah, pressure. Yeah, from suckers signing waivers. Yeah, well, not so much waivers, man. I know we talked about a little bit about the thing, but uh, there's uh, this guy, Ulysses Stronghold. And he was actually a, uh, a, a guy in the German army. He was a German like, uh, doctor that did a lot of the studies on actual freaking real people, like the, the people in concentration camps. He's a concentration camp guy. And um, he did a lot of these studies, man. Like a lot of the shit that like, you probably got taught in the army about survival and stuff, a lot of these numbers and like, you know, you can do this, you can't do that, you can do this. It, this is how long it will take for you going conscious during this. Like, uh, that guy, like, he came up with that. And then after, you know, we took down the Germans and shit, we gave that guy a, a home in Oklahoma and created a little something called the Federal Aviation Authority. <laughs> <laughs> and he is the dude. Willkommen. Yeah. So he's the guy. So, like, we gave that guy a home after he killed a few million fucking people. And uh, we gave, you know, it's like, welcome to the United States, sir. And uh, we'll use some of your signs that you use. On. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like that that dude got a home here in the U.S. Well, you man. know why we did that to a lot of the Germans. well, it's either them or, or Russia. Or also the Russians, man. Yeah, it's like, the fucking yeah, Russians. They're gonna go to one side. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get. It doesn't it. make it right, I but get it makes it. it makes it what it is. Do you feel that like if you ever like ran into Ulysses Stronghold, like you should be able to hit that motherfucker in the face? Like I feel like that about anybody. 
Well, <laughs> do you want to hit me in the face? Us? No, if I wanted to, I would have. Okay. <laughs> I promise you, nobody's ever been hit in the face by me that, that, I, that, I, that yeah, like, yeah. Yo, you know if I want to. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, don't you feel like that fucking guy, like, should, like, you know, like, shouldn't he have paid for some of this shit? You ever seen Hunters? Another? Oh, yeah. God. God damn, I can't believe you just asked me that. That was good, right? Yo, fuck yeah, it was good. Right. That's, yeah, how, that's how I feel. You know, uh, <laughs> listen, that that show made me research this shit, and that's how I figured out some a lot of this shit. Like, okay. some of this shit's real, man. Oh, fucking A, right? It's real. That shit's real. I mean, I don't think there's fucking Jewish people out there hunting uh, hunting uh, uh, ex-Germans no? and shit. You don't think so? I, I don't know, man. I know you You, you may know. You, you're, you're in a secret club and shit. But you know, like, uh, like, did you like how they had the Jewish hammer on there? I got a buddy of mine that he flies with me. He's a Jewish dude. He's the only Jewish friend I have, and uh, you know I call him the Jewish Hammer. You know, because that was actual. That was an actual show. The Don't Jewish Hammer. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you didn't see it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not shocked, but the Jewish Hammer was an actual. <laughs> he was the Jewish Chef. You okay. have no idea who Chef. Chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah Shaq yeah, yeah, yeah. or the fucking Chef, the fucking wizard dude, or the whatever he was. Hmm? Oh, Chef, wow. I'm thinking of uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> Damn. No, you're thinking our... Um, Richard Wesley. Round, Richard Roundtree, brother. That's yeah. the original Chef. Yeah, yeah Wesley yeah. Snipes did play him in the movie, but the original Chef. Who the fuck is that man? Chef. Shit, way beyond me. <laughs> Obviously. He's a bad mother. Man, shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Chef. Can you dig it? Damn right. Nope. No. No. I don't. Fucking crazy, man. God damn it. That's from the, the old. That's the old school Shaft. Yeah, man. Richard Roundtree. Like, wasn't um, Samuel Jackson Shaft? Man, he played him in the movie. But you know, <laughs> you know that's what's what funny. Yeah, but you know what's funny as shit is that in the in the Shaft movie, the regular Shaft was in there. Yes. He was in the he was in that restaurant right there. You know, well, he's the guy that tells the chick, you know, you want the uh, some tender loving or the LD. And she goes, man, I want the LD and some tender loving. I'm going to give Trish some LD later and some tender loving. You know, like Shaft, can you dig it? Damn right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, is, uh, is there a Shaft here in Orlando? Well, you're looking right, right at this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, what kind of fucking question is that? You may stand outside, too. You apologize. You know. I feel I'm, like you called somebody else shot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Dude, so I'm in medic school. <laughs> this is a good story. So when I was in paramedic school, there's this guy in my medic class. And, uh, and it's, you know, he's a black dude, you know? You know, so I started start off with that. And uh, he's an older guy, but he's sitting in the class. And then, like, uh, you know, uh, so, like, the first day of class, you meet everybody and shit. But you don't have your books yet. You get them, like, that day. So the day I give him a fucking books and shit, you know, and uh, um, I'm looking at the book and I see this fucking picture of this dude. And I look back behind me. The motherfucker's sitting right behind me. I go, damn, there's a dude with an afro that looks just like this. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, he's a black guy. He's an book. afro, but he looks With like a, the he guy. He looks like the guy in there. Like, like is this him? <laughs> so I go, hey, man, I don't mean any disrespect, sir, because he's older. And I go, but this guy looks just like you. And he goes, yeah, that, yeah, that's because that's me. So the motherfucker's in the book. So it ended up being, long story short, the motherfucker's a medic a long time ago, didn't have his medic, so he had to go back to medic school. 
So I started, he looked just like Shaft, though. He looked just like Richard Roundtree in the book with a fucking paramedic shirt on. So I started calling that motherfucker Shaft, and then Trish works with him at, at her job. So so I think it's hilarious. So we call him Shaft. He's a, he's a, awesome. He acts just like him, too. He's smooth as fuck, man. You can't even. It's the sweetest taste you've ever seen, son. Oh, man. It's the funniest shit. I got everybody calling him Chef too in medical class. You know, the doctors call him medic. He's a chef. Come on in here, man. <laughs> you a bad mother, man. I was like, that fucking guy. I love him to death, man. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's some funny shit, man. But you know, it's uh, uh I definitely think it. it, it Today is a good day as far as like, you know, even though it's been a shitty day, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna do some, some shit today. Um, but that, all that being said, man, when you got these guys that uh, uh, Corey said that they came out of the, the test and they were like, fuck this shit, God damn, <laughs> fuck this test. And then they start getting their emails that they passed. And like, that's pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty Hell fucking yeah. cool when you fucking just saw, man, like, like these dudes did not, I just saw them yesterday, most of them, and they thought they were <clears> not gonna make it. And the fact that they fucking today, they fucking made it. Like, they, like those are eight flight paramedics from scratch. You know, and you look at that place, bro. That's 18 flight paramedics that we've made in the last two years at that same fucking place. It's awesome. That's fucking badass, right? Yeah. Like, that's badass. That means that, like, everybody that's come through class in the last year that's taken the exam has been pretty fucking successful. Like, I fucking fuck yeah, man. You know what I mean? The, the, we may not be the the most polished delivery of the stuff, but we fucking make yeah, people pass the fucking test. And we don't, it ain't, we ain't giving you the answers. We're fucking teaching you how to be flight, how to do this job, right? Yeah. Like, we're doing this shit, and we're teaching people how to do this job. You know, like, the standard in the United States Army right now for a flight paramedic is FPC. And we're teaching that shit. Right here, right, right here out of Orlando, Florida. Like that's fucking huge, man. And you know, like these guys are, like we said last week, they go on flights and they fucking they treat patients. Yeah, they do it just like we taught them how to do. They're following the standard. They're following what the Cames people would want to do, want them to changing do. Changing their protocols. Yeah, changing protocols, man. It's it's it's, it's uh pretty pretty huge, man. Fucking. Okay. I'm proud of what we're doing, man. Like and that that's that's uh. Like I told you at the beginning of this shit, man, you're a big part of this this whole thing. Like a lot of things, I, I, I think sometimes maybe you don't know how you fit, but you fit in the fact that like, bro, that was your first time with us last year, remember? Mm-hmm. That was the first time. So since you've been here, 18 people have become flight paramedics. That's that's because, of, that. you know. Because you're not counting um, all our guys that yeah, that's true. in August. Like, bro. You're part of that shit. Ain't that fucking like... I yeah, think, it feels great. Where bro. else you can say, like, there's people out there flying right now, and they're out there doing it, certified, board certified, and they're doing, they're taking care of people because you were there. How fucking cool is that shit, huh? It's pretty awesome. You feels know, good. You know what I mean? So, like, that that's the, the, the biggest thing. I think that uh, it's kind of one of the coolest takeaways from everything, you know? We, again, like... I think we get judged on the, uh, I, like I started, you know, like I said that today, like, right, you get judged on what we look like, and you get judged on the book that we are and the lack of polish that we have and how we don't look like everybody else that does this. Results talk. 
Yeah, absolutely, right? Like I, I you can both, think whatever you want to think all along the judge, way. Judge me on my fucking yeah. failures because they're those, so little, right? Yeah, when those results come out, fuck yeah. everything else you set up to this moment is irrelevant. Yeah, when we look at results. Yeah, like, yeah, you judge me on my failures, bro. Find those. Yeah, you gonna have a hard time with that. But you judge me, man. If you go on my success rate on this shit, I'm a badass motherfucker. I'm the shaft of this shit, yeah. man. You know, <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but uh, shit. put that on the put that on the fucking list, would you? Put that on the list, man. Okay. Hey, man, where can these people find us, Ryan? Um, I'm right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's see. You got multiple places on. You got us on YouTube. Look yep. up the Rescue Company One. You know the Instagram, of course. Uh, Facebook, all the Rescue Company One. Um, Patreon, if you just look up, uh, I believe it's www.patreon.com forward slash TRC1. Yeah. Um, or if you just like go to the Patreon page and you just do a search for The Rescue Company 1, um, we'll pop up. Um, but yeah, so you can find us. Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, I think we did, didn't we? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. We told them about to. Um, the helicasting or. Yeah, we're doing helicasting on Tuesday, but that's what people are in class already. So yeah. You're, yeah. So we'll see. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be doing some live stuff. Um, so you know, keep those uh, mobiles handy. Um, we'll be hitting you with some uh, pretty cool footage. Definitely some live footage that you are not going to see often. Yeah, um, yeah. That's uh, so I'm when that you. notification comes across your phone, by all means, pick Tuesday. up. It's us. <laughs> um, remember, our medical class is going to be uh, April twenty sixth through the first through the first of may yeah and then our exam may 7th remember man we want you signing up by march so yeah so let's go over that again so remember if you sign up for that class from the 26th of april to the first of may yep um if you sign up for that class before the first week of march yep. you're going to get the critical care transport academy for free yep <clears throat> and also if you decide that when you sign up for that class you also sign up to take the fpc or the ccpc um during the yeah. same time, you will get $100 off of Absolutely. your um, air medical class. So your total cost for the Critical Care Transport Academy, air medical class, and to take your FPC or critical care yeah, you're probably certification looking somewhere is around, so like 1200 bucks because you're looking at like it's $1,000 to take the class, right? Okay. And remember, for that $1,000, you're getting all your AHA, NRP, NAEMT stuff, you know, kind of covered, PHTLS, AMLS, right. ACLS, PALS, mm -hmm. BLS. Uh, uh, ACLS EP is when we're doing experience provider and uh, neonatal resuscitation program, right? Plus, you're getting like 80 hours of CEUs. Yep. You know, and then uh, and then you know you're getting like a hundred dollars off your exam. So what are they paying for the whole deal? Uh, uh, if basically they sign up for everything, when they sign up for the exam, it'll probably be somewhere around twelve hundred bucks. You know, off the top of my head. Okay, because the exam yeah. cost is it's like three ninety six, but they're getting it for three hundred bucks. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah, that's what so, I was missing. Yeah, Got so it. they're getting a lot of money off at the at the end of it. Cool. When you start talking about so you're looking about forty three to forty four hundred dollars worth of stuff that you're getting for. Yeah. Very cheap. Yeah, and the benefit I think of doing the FPC like, you know, the following week right after the course. You're is, emerging. Yeah, you've got it all right there. You it's there's no better time to take it than right away. No, yeah. Um, you're emerging it. You got all the information, you know, and again, you're looking, man, you, again, judges on the success rate of the stuff we've had. Like, I mean, this is uh you know, like we said before, there's a, there's not a lot of FPCs in the world. There's not a lot of CCP people in the world. So like 
we are producing a good set of paramedics out there that are just skilled and knowledgeable. Even yeah. if you're not going to go fly right away, it gives you good decision-making capabilities. Yeah. It gives you great decision-making capabilities. You know, and we got, you know, Scott and Lisa now from uh, PZD Tricks out there that, that they're coming, you know, you're getting those guys too when you're coming to our classes. You're getting the, that pediatric experts when they're coming to your class. So that's kind of one of the things that, you you know, you go through these labs where, you know, you're looking at a real heart, you know, a real yeah, human yeah, heart. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the last couple of cadaver labs, we've gotten pretty, uh, pretty expressive with them, you know, where we are skills and people are getting, you know, a lot of like real hands-on, um, helpful, you know, hints and, you know, real life skills, you know, like finger thoracotomy. Well, shoot, let's do one. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's real deal, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's what we're looking at, man. And, and I think that, uh, again, our success rate speaks for itself. So, yeah, certainly, certainly. You know, man, you got anything else good for the rest of the order, my friend? Um, Before we begin to close. Not that I can think of. <laughs> oh, so should we, uh, so we told people they're going to get. <laughs> they kind of got like the uh, the version of Brokeback this time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. starting from now on, though, you want a good movie review? We're getting me and Ryan, <laughs> Ryan's movie review, and me questioning them on this movie. So they will be, you know, medically unrelated, or will we throw some shit I, in there? I, I think you're always gonna get some medical shit. Behind I think it comes you. without saying. Yeah, you can't you help gonna, it. Almost you're gonna get some medical related value to it. And I mean, you got some good Dalton Law shit today, and you got yeah, yeah. at the same time. Certainly. Tell me you ain't gonna remember about that shit. Better than I was when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> that's my skill, baby. Awesome, awesome. Hey, man. Well, cool, I think that's all I got, brother. <laughs> See you next week.